devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Today we'll look at Psalm 32, which says this, Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Therefore, let all the godly pray to you while there is still time, that they may not drown in the floodwaters of judgment. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who obey Him. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. Psalm 32 was written by David, and it begins with a refreshingly honest look at his personal struggle with sin. Blessedly, he doesn't stop with the struggle, but goes on to describe the joy he experienced once he confessed his sin. Isn't it reassuring to know that David's struggle with sin was just as real as our own? And isn't it reassuring to know that the remedy hasn't changed? In verses 5-7, through David lets us in on what he learned in the process of finally confessing the sin and rebellion he'd been hiding behind. David not only discovered pure joy in accepting God's remedy, but he also discovered that his relationship with God grew in the process. He found God to be forgiving, his hiding place, and his personal deliverer. David shares these things with joy and a grateful heart, assuring us that God really does have our best in mind. In verse 8, we find God's response. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. What a beautiful promise from God, once again reassuring us that God really does want the very best for us. In fact, He promises to guide us not just on any path, but on the best pathway for our life. It's worth noting that the question is not God's ability or intention to guide. The bigger question is if we are willing to follow where He guides. And that really comes down to a question of trust. Do I trust God enough to follow where He shows me to go, believing He knows the best pathway for my life? God also promises to advise, or as another version puts it, He promises to counsel us. Once again, the bottom line is one of trust. There's no question if God will keep His promise. The real question is if I will heed the counsel he gives. Do I trust him enough to take his advisement seriously? Finally, in verse 8, God promises to watch over us. 
This conjures up images of a, a loving parent caring for a precious, vulnerable child, assuring us once again that he literally has her back. Just one more beautiful reminder that God wants the very best for us. He wants us to know that he's a loving father waiting with open arms to welcome his needy children, no matter how far they may have strayed from home. He wants us to know that he's there waiting, ready to forgive, and able to deliver us from any trap the enemy might set. At this point, you might be wondering what in the world this looks like today. How does God actually guide, advise, and watch over us? It's one thing to read about what this looks like for David, but what about today? Does God still do this in the 21st century? I assure you that he certainly does. God is just as actively at work today as he was when David wrote Psalm 32, guiding and advising us through his word, for example. I hope you've had the experience of reading a verse that seems to just jump off the page and become so personal that you know it's God speaking to you. Secondly, God often uses other people. We may find ourselves in conversation with someone who, without knowledge of what we are personally experiencing, says something that is directly related to the situation we're facing. Or it might be that through circumstances. Perhaps you turn on the radio only to hear a song or a sermon that addresses the very issue you're dealing with in your life. When things like that happen, pay attention. This is God at work. As we've already said, the question is not if God will guide, advise, and watch over us, the question is if we will choose to follow where he guides, heed the counsel he gives, and accept the care he offers. We have a choice to make. David finishes the psalm reminding us that many sorrows are waiting for those who choose to go their own way, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. Let's trust him enough to follow where he guides, heed his counsel, and accept his loving care, believing he knows the very best pathway for our lives. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord God, that you keep your every promise. Help us, Lord, to follow your good guidance and heed your perfect counsel and accept your loving care. Thank you for this good reminder that you care for us more than we can even comprehend. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, God knows the best pathway for your life.